Welcome to Business Talk Sister Rock. I'm Becca, and today's podcast episode title is How to Have a Trade Show Booth. And this episode is something uh, I was talking about recently with somebody again because I had a friend who was going to go to a trade show, and all of a sudden I realized, wow, I actually know a lot about trade shows. And I should do an episode on this because there's probably other people that haven't been to them before or know what to expect, especially if it's your first time small business, knowing what to do can be really vital to making sure that you're prepared. And so I just wanted to get all this information into one episode, maybe two, but hopefully just one. (laughs) So the first thing I would recommend doing is find out what this registration system looks like for the trade show you're looking to go to. So whether that's like a home and garden or an international builder show, there's tons of different trade shows out there and understanding like the target market of who's gonna be there and why you would want to get in front of them is really important. So once you have that figured out, I would look at what that registration schedule looks like because a lot of these trade shows, you have to register pretty far in advance for certain things. Now, a lot, some of them is like, you can register up to like two days before the conference or whatever. But the big thing is, if you can get into any free promotional material that's coming out to the guests beforehand, like get into the print material that they're dropping off at um, conference attendees, hotels, anything like that, that's really important. So plan, plan, plan ahead. Usually I recommend almost planning like a year in advance and contacting the person that's putting on the trade show to find out what promotional material they have. A lot of times they'll be like, yeah, it costs this much to do these things. And you don't necessarily always need to pay for extra promotion. Just know what the free things are and how you can get into those things. Like whether it's an email blast or whatever, because a lot of times they'll have information that they want to send out to start hyping people up for the conference and if you can get into any of those emails because you're giving away something really cool or because um, something that you're offering is really valuable that's good and you want to do that and then the other thing I would recommend is to make sure that you find out if there's opportunities to do any kind of speaking a lot of times the conferences themselves will have people from the booths or just valuable information if you know that your audience there is needing to know something that you can educate them on, it's a really good opportunity to pitch that as an educational session that you can host. And it's not a time to pitch your business. It's not a time to pitch what you're selling. It's just a time to educate. But because of those uh, opportunities, a lot of people will go to the session. And if they're, if you're talking about something really valuable, that's meeting a need for their business, they're going to want to go talk to you afterwards, or they're going to want to go stop by your booth later. So that's a really valuable thing, especially if you are service-based business, um, that can be a really valuable resource to look into. And they, you have to pitch, like you have to have a pitch of what that looks like a lot of times and you fill out the form. And then out of all of the people that have pitched uh, topic ideas for education, the conference will pick the ones that they think are the best and it's really sometimes hard to get into it's pretty competitive but if you can get the opportunity you're going to want to really work on making sure that your educational material is top-notch so that's why I always say plan in advance have a few topics you can talk about 
if if that's where you, you really want to go with it. If you're a product-based business, you might not be able to um, do that as well as maybe like, let's just say you offer one product that solves a problem, but you know about all these other problems that people have because you've worked with people on your one product, you could do a topic about um, something else that kind of intersects with your industry. So just know that um, you can get creative with it and everybody has knowledge. Like I wouldn't have even thought about, man, I know a lot about trade shows, so I should do a podcast episode on it. So that's just even an example of that. It's really important to ask yourself, why do I want to go? What will this achieve? Is it to get in front of certain people? Then are you prepared to get in front of those people? Because a lot of times what I find, especially if it's a product-based business, and I'm saying that because I work with a lot of people in that industry, but I also work with a lot of people in the service space. So, um, when, when it's a product-based business, there's going to be people at the show a lot of times that are, it's, it's pretty incredible how many people go there as investors or looking to find new opportunities that they can buy up as well. So if that's something you want to do, like, oh yeah, I'd rather scale my business to sell it, then know that you need to have that kind of number or those numbers ready to go. Or other people are looking to wholesale your product um, themselves, then know what your wholesale numbers are so that you're not losing money in shipping or all this other stuff. So really, really have all that stuff down. And if it's like a service-based thing and you're saying, I want to get there in front of these people, then you need to make sure you have your marketing material ready, whether that's like a handout or um, a presentation, whatever that is, you have to make sure that um, you have stuff for people to hold in their hands. And so try to plan a visit if you can to a trade show that you're hoping to attend in the future before getting a booth to see who's there, what the turnout's like, and really get a feel for the show, especially because of post-COVID. We're kind of looking at a lot of stuff where things are really different. And so what, who's actually going to these shows still? And is it truly going to be valuable for you? Because quite honestly, there's a lot of businesses that'll go that it's not even their industry. They're just looking to make a quick buck. So um, is it attracting the right people to the conference? And then look at what works well for people that have booths, because what does the layout look like? Where is the traffic clump based on location? Um, There's a lot of different conference venues and it's really important to know what the traffic flows like is there specific demonstration areas that are close to your niche that you would want to set up by um any any kind of booths next to you as well can be really interesting to see like okay so certain booths will do demonstrations like or they'll have really cool things like um the animal shelter has a booth and they have dogs or whatever that is great because people are literally stopping, pausing, petting an animal before moving on. And that gives way more conversation pieces for you um, to, to talk to the people that are next to that. So really look around when you're registering to see as well where those booths are located. So if you're gonna go walk the trade show the year before just to see, okay, this location, the food is here, there's snacks over here, people cluster in this area based on the flow. That's really important, valuable to know before getting a booth. And a lot of conferences will actually move locations and like every three years they come back to the same location. Um, It really just depends on the actual, like the people that are putting on the conference. So kind of know what the circuit is. And making relationships with other vendors as well as just people that attend regularly can really help you get a feel for what kind of booth to have or what's expected to be there. Because 
honestly, there's people that go to a certain trade show and you say, well, what is it like here? And he's like, well, if you're going to get a booth, people expect to see you every single year. So don't start going unless you're going to stay. And so knowing that beforehand can be really, really, really helpful. Okay, so let's dig into a little bit more about that layout piece. So when you book a booth, um, you should be thinking about usually the, the base package is like 100 square feet. Now, this is really important to know because that's how much you have to work with in terms of how you're going to set up your booth. But then also most trade shows require that you have bigger ones anyways. They're concrete floors. You have to have floor covering and you have to bring it yourself unless you or if you don't by the end of like x time they'll just come over and cover it for you and then charge you a fee so you really have to make sure that you have something to cover your floor with um if you send things to the conference center beforehand a lot of times there's like a a fee for that or whatever or they'll be required to send it a certain way and i mean i've tried it multiple ways i've done um shipping by mail some hotels will let you do this if you talk to them in advance and say I'm going to be sending some packages will you hold them for me uh, you can do that there I've also done where you ship by freight and this one is a little bit tricky at first if you've never shipped by freight before um, you have to usually the conference center will have like a freight company that there's the, they are their preferred vendor that you can use and but you have to have it on like a pallet and so for like space savings I always try to figure out if there's a way that I can try to have a pallet that has a built-in box with it because otherwise things if you don't strap it down right could like fall off and all that kind of stuff um Uline is someplace that does have like collapsible pallet boxes that are made out of plastic and the pallet aspect is just important because there's a lot of these forklifts that will um basically put your pallet of stuff in a warehouse before the conference and then once that conference is scheduled to be at the trade show they pull out all of those storage shipping containers and then start unloading and dropping off uh, people's pallets at their trade show location so that's really complicated but it's important to know because especially if it's someplace that you're flying into and you can't um, it, it, it makes more cost effective sense to do freight shipping and have all of your conference stuff in one pallet box it might be better to do because the biggest thing is covering your floor with that 100 square feet foot space and if you're going to have chairs or tables it is more cost effective to purchase those things and have them ready to go than to rent from the trade show and this is a really big thing to know if you're a small business because if it's your first time there could be a ton of stuff that it seems like a good idea yeah I want this but the reality is when you actually start doing the price checking honestly I've seen just renting one chair from a conference center can cost twice as much as just running down to Target in an Uber and purchasing a chair it's seriously that expensive and I even know people that they just buy a brand new TV every time they come to a show and when they're done they give the TV away because it's cheaper than renting a TV from the conference or shipping it to the location through your flight or whatever. So really think about that if you can travel by car to your location try to do that because you can get all of your stuff in your vehicle then you don't have to worry about a plane you don't have to worry about getting it um in a pallet or mailing all that kind of stuff it saves a lot so 
I would really think through what that looks like. And then if you are taking a vehicle, you really have to plan out what that looks like to make sure that you have parking for that vehicle. Because I've done it both ways and thought, man, if we could just do a vehicle or rent one when we get there, it's gonna be a lot easier than trying to Uber everywhere. But then you get stuck with a vehicle that you have to park in a parking lot that a lot of these convention centers will charge you, and not even just the convention centers, but like the vicinity, even in like, a great example of this is New Orleans. They charge around $20 to $50 a day for you to have your car parked there. And you have to keep going back and paying that again and again just to keep your car there while you're at the conference. So those are all costs that add up really quickly in the background as you're trying to prep for a trade show. Some of these trade show booths even alone, uh, depending on the one on the trade show, I've seen them cost $4,000 just for the 100 square feet. So really be prepared to cut costs any way you can because otherwise, um, if you're going to do it consistently in the future, it could really end up being something that you're doling out tens of thousands of dollars for. And as a small business, you can't compete with, with bigger companies in that area unless you're very savvy about it. So how do you do the cheaper way, right? So here's a couple different things I would recommend really looking into. Um, internet hotspots can be really helpful if you want to have internet there, whether it's like through your phone, if you're like, that's just not going to be enough and I need more. In the past, what I've done, because I live in a rural area, there's a couple libraries that will rent out a hotspot for a week at a time. And you just have to like schedule it in advance and rent the hotspot. Now, I know that not every library has those things. So just know that it may be more cost effective for you to look at like a T-Mobile hotspot or an AT&T one for the duration of um, the time that you're there or whatever. Like just just really think through those things before going because if you're going to need it, it's way better to plan ahead. Okay, the next thing I would recommend if you need power is you can purchase these little power banks um, and they usually last between four to eight hours depending on the one that you get and the size. I found them on Amazon before. They last pretty decent amount of time and they also will power like a small tv screen or even like a laptop for a long time i highly recommend those because they're maybe around 250 dollars but the reality is that renting power for one trade show is going to cost you at least 100 bucks for like the time that you're there so this is something that you get to keep and you can take it to all these different trade shows and over time is going to save you a ton of money so that's a really good way to to look at that. Another thing that's important to know is that you can't have anything um, taller than your booth space. Usually there's like a curtain in the back. Now, if it's like at a smaller hotel that you're having this trade show or something, maybe their ceilings aren't so high, so it's not as big of a deal. But if you're going into a big space with, with hundreds of vendors, they have a lot of rules around how high your booth can be. So make sure that you have something to hang your banners on that's lower than that. And tripod kind of style hanging equipment is really helpful for that because you can't hang it on the back of the um, curtain that's there. It's actually against the rules. And there's also a time line in which you need to set up all of your stuff by so if you get there and you don't have your booth set up before the trade show starts you can actually get fined money so and we're going to come back to that later for the gawk portion of this episode uh, one thing that i really like is pop-up banners because you can get those from a lot of different companies i'm pretty sure vistaprint has some but any local printer probably would be a good bet to getting those designed and set up 
always try to go for evergreen content. So something that's like your business information or what your special is that you can offer more than once that doesn't expire. So don't mention anything about um, like current events, like a year, all that kind of stuff in the banners because then you can't use those the next time you go. So try to make them as reusable as possible for the different things that you want to attend in the future. Table covers are really good. Oh yeah, and with those pop-up banners, the really nice thing about them is that they come in uh, a case normally. So when you get it printed, it'll come in like a zippable case so it's easier to carry, which is so nice. Anything with wheels on it is beautiful, okay? Because these conference spaces, sometimes you're walking through like in Las Vegas, it's like tons of casinos and all this stuff before you get to the conference and they make you walk that whole way inside. And so I always tell people to try to find some sort of like rolling box that they can put a lot of their stuff in for like pens and paper and whatever else they're going to have for like their prizes and all of that. Make sure that you have it, um, in one place that you can roll it back and forth to where you need to go or your arms are gonna get really tired. And when you set up your stuff, if you are gonna have like a tablecloth, I also recommend having some sort of wrappable tablecloth that kind of can fit to your items or even having a backdrop that like collapses and stretches out because you want stuff to go behind that you don't need. So whether that's wrappers or any kind of garbage, whatever, I would put it underneath your tablecloth or behind your banners so that people can't see it as they're walking by because that can be really distracting and look really unorganized. At night, I always tell people to do something with their prizes so that they're not out in the open because a lot of people can just walk by and just grab stuff because there's a lot of after parties and things like that where you actually can get in after the conference closes. Other vendors too are there and they can grab stuff from your table. So that can sometimes be a good thing if you want them to grab your business card. So I would always leave those out, but just know that... um, be wise about how you put your stuff where because it's a really busy place and there's lots of people coming through and you don't know all of them. It honestly looks like I'm running out of time for this episode so I'm going to definitely get into a little bit more next week about practicing conversation and what you should have for giveaways all that kind of stuff next week so listen in for that and I'm going to transition to the gawk portion of this episode and (laughs) tell you a story about one time that I was at a trade show. Um, so like I said before, there's a a setup time that you need to be ready to go by. And at one trade show, we, I was next to this association where I kind of knew the people that were members there, but they also had their own booths as well as, um, just other priorities that they needed to be involved with at the trade show. And so they got their stuff shipped in and delivered, but they never set up their booth. And it was about a an hour or a half an hour to the start of the show and nothing was set up like they just had their carpet down and I was like oh my goodness this is not good because they could get charged so much money and that would really be bad for their association because that has to come out of somebody's pocket so and I knew what their booth had looked like set up before because I'd seen it previously so one of my friends and I decided 
we were just going to set it up for them. We started taking things out and putting up the booth and all this stuff. And about 10 minutes before the show started, there a couple of them came up and were like, oh, thanks for doing that. We're like, yeah, you guys didn't have anything up and we were worried that you were going to get in trouble. And it ended up being a really good thing because we had like a really good conversation and everything. And honestly, like they would have gotten a huge fine. So uh, things like that though can be really helpful while you're at a trade show to get to know the people next to you because you can talk back and forth about what's going on and, and all that kind of stuff. But that that is something that can be stressful if you don't prepare in advance or have a plan for that. And yeah, that was just, that was a hot mess of an experience. <laughs> anyway, so thank you for joining me. I am going to be talking about this next week a little bit more. If you are in the market to go to a trade show, you're definitely going to want to listen to that episode. And if you enjoyed this one, you should give it a review on Spotify on your phone. We'll see you next week.